Hello, this is Dr. Steve Vargo with the latest and greatest episode of the IDOC Focal Point Podcast. And uh, in this episode, we're going to be discussing associate ODs. And the question is, where are they? Where are all the associate ODs? Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions in the market right now that there's, um, uh, that there's, there's too many optometry schools, that the job market's saturated, that uh, even with the new grads, it's going to be hard, uh, it's going to be difficult to find a job in optometry. And what we're seeing is that's really just not true. Now, we can debate whether the, the marketplace is oversaturated with options for consumer access to eye care. And some people actually believe this is accelerating the increase in new optometry schools or vice versa. But in my consulting work, I'm consistently hearing from practice owners that it's difficult to find associates, and, and not just good associates, but really any associate. And when you consider the multitude of employment options, uh, when we talk about private practice, ophthalmology, commercial entities, big box, internet vendors, opening brick and mortar locations, and even drugstores, the pool of available OD candidates is really shrinking. Someone I was talking with uh, recently was someone named Brad McCorkle, and Brad is the founder of the online job site, Local Eyesight, and what he was telling me was that about 75% of his company's ad volume now comes from organizations looking for ODs, and he told me that in, in their thousands of conversations that they've had with administrators and recruiters and HR managers and doctors that the overwhelming feedback is that it's difficult to re difficult to recruit ODs, and that's especially true in rural markets. And somebody else who would be uh, somewhat of an expert in that area was uh, Lauren Simon, who's the founder of the ophthalmic recruiting firm, the Eye Group, and she told me that in her 30 years of recruiting optometrists, uh, that they currently have the most job openings and least amount of candidates that they've ever had. My personal experience as a practice management consultant is is really consistent with these examples. And having done hundreds of consultations on HR issues alone, one of the most common challenges that I hear from our members is how difficult it is to find an associate OD. So we're going to talk about a few things here to consider when hiring an associate. So the things I want to discuss in this podcast are Am I ready for an associate? What, what time are you ready to bring on an associate? Uh, where do we find associates? What kind of candidate will fit my brand and culture? What compensation can I offer? And also, how can I sell the job offer? And should I employ an associate or a full partner? And also, what expectations should I expect up front? Okay, so, Am I ready for an associate? Well, the decision to bring on an associate OD is usually driven by patient demand. And the question of whether or not you have a large enough backload of patients to keep the associate busy. Uh, hiring an associate before patient demand exists oftentimes results in the associate seeing patients that the owner, perhaps yourself, could have seen. And this will not really translate into higher revenues for the practice, but it will translate into a higher payroll. Um, a secondary consideration is whether you desire to work less and transfer more patients to the associate. So uh, trading income for more personal time it is a common strategy for many practice owners. Uh, next, where do I find associates? Uh, 
There are several places that you can advertise positions for associate doctors. Some examples are optometric job boards, places like Local Eyesight, Covalent Careers. Uh, there's social media forums like the ODs on Facebook group. Uh, many of the schools of optometry have job boards, and even recruiting firms such as the I Group uh, have or a, or a valid place to advertise for associates. And you'll also want to consider spreading the word among colleagues and sales reps that you're looking to hire. So considering the limited supply of candidates, it really benefits you to cast a wide net. What kind of candidate fits my brand and culture? Well, even in a tight job market, you really want to use discretion in your hiring decisions. And if you have built a successful practice, Odds are that you've strived to create a certain culture, a certain culture and brand. And as an employer, I think it's a fair expectation that an associate would adapt to the office culture that you've worked hard to build. Hiring the wrong culture fit can really lead to a lot of tension in the workplace and even patient dissatisfaction. So successfully transferring established patients to the associate, if, if that's the goal, will go much more smoothly if the patients receive a consistent level of care and service that they've come to expect from you. What, uh, what compensation can I offer? Well, there remains a fairly wide range of salaries for employed optometrists, and salary does not always reflect the clinical abilities or years of experience that an OD brings to a practice. And as many parts of the country, especially rural, are experiencing a shortage of available associates, supply and demand is often the biggest factor driving compensation, especially in these areas. And for this reason, the average pay for an associate OD has risen in many areas. Now, keep in mind that an associate OD has the potential to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars for the practice. And I've seen cases where practice owners have balked at hiring an OD who wanted moderately or, or maybe even just slightly more money than the employer was willing to offer. So before declining uh, negotiation, consider the full return on investment of the associate. And aside from salary, the only significant cost to the practice are typically increased costs of goods and staffing if, if it's indeed necessary to add more staffing. If patient demand supports the hire, it's usually not difficult for the associate to produce enough revenue to cover their costs and generate a profit. Okay, next. How can I sell? And I want to I want to stress that word sell the job offer. As you negotiate pay and benefits, you may hear from the potential associate that they are making or they could make X dollars at another practice or location. And this may be more than you're willing or even able to offer. Consider if there are other non-monetary factors that could make your offer superior. Now, some examples of this might be flexible hours or the ability to practice a, a wide scope of care, professional development opportunities, ownership potential, or even quality of life considerations. In a tight job market, you can't just offer a job, you really have to sell it. So make a list of all the great reasons to work at your practice. Many, if, if not most, of the job ads I see focus on focus really on everything an employer requires of someone working for them, but very little uh, about why the opportunity is good, why this is a great opportunity for the right person. So 
you can ask the candidate what they like and dislike about their current or previous position, and the OD may be willing to accept less pay if the entire package is more attractive than alternative offers or their current employment situation. Okay, next, should I employ an associate or a full partner? Well, carefully consider the decision to sell equity in your practice. And while a partnership can be financially beneficial for some situations, it does require you to relinquish some ownership and some control. And in some cases, you'll end up spending more money than if you just employed an OD and paid them a fair market rate. If you do choose the partnership route, analyze the numbers closely. Make sure the OD that you're considering partnering with shares a similar business philosophy and vision for the practice. And I've worked closely with practices that failed to consider this, and it led to a great deal of tension and turmoil between the partners. The next point is one of my favorites because I see so many things go sideways because of failure to set expectations. So what expectations should I set up front? And there are are certainly strategies to increase motivation in the workplace and that said we need to consider that the mindset of an of an owner entrepreneur is often different than that of an employee so instead of expecting your employee to be quote unquote motivated you'll probably have better success setting clear expectations then meet with your associate on a regular basis maybe this is monthly maybe it's quarterly on somewhat of a regular cadence to review these metrics now these can be sensitive conversations, so try to steer the dialogue away from selling and focus on the value of educating and informing patients on the best eye care options for their specific needs. And it just so happens that people frequently spend more money when they realize the full value of the products and services they're considering. And lastly, I want to talk about how do you become the CEO of your practice, because this this hiring of an associate and, and replacing yourself to some degree becomes so critical for your ability to spend more time on managing the practice, on leading the practice. Um, hiring an associate OD is truly a, a, a turning point for many practices and oftentimes the greatest obstacle to success is time. As a practice grows, the doctor becomes increasingly occupied with patient care and managing the day-to-day -day operations of the practice, which oftentimes leaves little time to work on the business. And as a result, many private practices tend to plateau uh, much earlier than they should. Where hiring an associate OD really allows you to spend more time managing and growing the practice, not just maintaining it. It also allows you to spend more time away from your practice and it's easy for busy practice owners to get caught up in the daily grind and really lose sight of one of the main reasons they chose the ownership route a better quality of life I hope you found this helpful uh, it, it's truly a, um, a a pain point for many offices uh, and a common challenge I hear the the issue of finding an associate uh, if you're an IDOC member don't hesitate to to reach out and we're happy to help you through the process hope you found this helpful and thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the IDOC focal point podcast